Hello and welcome to Twitter Travels for Pete, my adventure of meeting Pete Buttigieg supporters across the country. I'm your host, Sue Ann Rollins. Today I'm in Iowa City, a college town at the Java House. Wow, I'm finally made it to Iowa City. I've been trying several times, and I'm, today I'm meeting with Barbara Clark. Hi, Barbara. Hi. Are you a superstar Pete volunteer? I don't know if I'm a superstar, but I'm definitely a Pete volunteer. Well, I call <laughs> anyone who is a super uh, busy volunteer, I, they're superstars in my mind. I've got your name from Catherine McHenry. And she's definitely a superstar. Okay, well maybe <laughs> I'll talk to her later. We've had a hard time connecting, and she gave me your name, and you were really a good sport about meeting with me today. And the reason, especially good sport, is because I was supposed to be on a 9.15 flight from Minneapolis that didn't leave until about 1.15. So we have a four-hour late coffee date yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to try to record this right here at the java house with right. the, so busy so hopefully the background and uh, noise will sound like fun energy <laughs> barbara yes can you tell me your story do you want to start with the yp or, or what you're doing now with yeah. the, the iowa with your um, no uh, i'll start group? with um a little bit of background and okay. how i got involved in politics again and when I first met Pete and then I'll just kind of do a timeline. Okay. So I lived for almost 18 years in New York City but I am a native Iowan and I retired early from my job in August of 2018 and so when I moved back to Iowa City I thought well I'm excited to be here for the caucuses coming up because I knew all the candidates were going to be coming and all of that. So so many candidates. Yeah, so many. Well, yes. we didn't really know how many back then. But <laughs> we knew John Delaney because he was on TV, I guess, even the year before I moved back, his ads. So, um, so I thought I need to get involved and really get to know my local politicians, too, and county and state and all that, because I really had no idea because I'd been living in New York. So I decided to go to a fundraiser in September of 2018. Okay, so we have for, to go back. Right, mm -hmm. for um, Dave Lubsack, who is our House representative now. And he has decided not to run again, but at that time it was a fundraiser for him. So all of these potential exploratory presidential candidates were showing up to that. So I decided, oh, wouldn't this be fun to get pictures with everybody? Well, Pete and Chaston were there. What? This and is I, before he, he September announced? September of 2018. Oh, my and gosh. I didn't even realize what who I was meeting, quite frankly. Yeah, because I really? Was, I have to say that at that time, I was pretty naive about, about the process because I don't know why I didn't connect that he was really exploring before his exploratory announcement. Um, it makes sense, though, doesn't it? <laughs> so I didn't get a picture with them, but I did meet him and shook his hand and met, talked to him and his husband. Were you getting any kind of any kind of vibes? Oh no, he was special? great. Oh I yeah, mean, you know, yeah, very intelligent yeah. and 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 I thought, wow, he's so young to be a mayor. I mean, I remember <laughs> thinking about that. Right. And so you know, I got pictures with everybody else. Like <laughs> there was a lot of people there, and so so that was my first introduction. But then he came. Uh, the beginning of the next year, 2019, he came, I think it was March, 
he came to downtown Iowa City to a bar called the Airliner, very famous uh, student bar where I went. And, and then later that night, he came to the public library to talk about his book. And I had bought his book, but I hadn't read it yet. And so I went to both events and got pictures in both events. But it was the library conversation, the question and answer period, because uh, which really convinced me really early on that he was, I was very inspired by him. Um, he not only, he talked about his book only maybe 10 or 15 minutes, and then the rest of the time was question and answer from the audience. And one of the things that struck me was that he looked everybody in the eye and he answered so intelligently and, and just so authentic. Um, he really listens. And I had already seen several candidates by that time because I decided I was going to bird dog all of them and go to all these events and very, see as many You were as very I can. strategic. Very str yes, I had seen you know different ones, and I continued to do that. But I was very inspired by him, and I was like, "Ooh, I like this guy." So then I just you know ended up. I've seen him. If you count every instance, <laughs> I think it's fifteen times mm -hmm. already. So. Well, you might win the, the prize so far of, of, I don't know. of those I've, I've spoken to. <laughs> and, and you're going to see him some more, probably again. Well, we'll see. I, can't, I actually can't see him. He's coming near here on Monday, but I won't be able to go to that. So, yeah, I missed a few, but I actually drove to see him, too. So Right, and that's the benefit of living in Iowa, yes. especially in a, a big yes. city in Iowa. Right. So, so um, at what point? So it was the library that, yeah, that his, you really were oh, sold yeah. that he's my candidate? Um, I said I was inspired by him. I think I was keeping my options a little open, but I wasn't much longer. And then when they hired the first organizer, uh, Sarah Goldstein, who is at the state level now, she got a promotion. Um, I was right there. Like we did phone banking for Pete out of one of these bars downtown because there was no office yet and so when I was, was that you know I was trying to In remember that timeline um, uh, spring you know I, I'm very confused okay. because he did his he announced his candidacy I was already on board he announced it right. in April so it wasn't much from yeah. that March to April so that he I really was convinced. started setting up in, in Iowa oh yeah right Could away yeah. and Sarah was wonderful organizer and so she was for Iowa City she uh, was from the eastern Iowa she okay. and she ended up I think getting involved in hiring a lot of others or maybe there were other people behind the scenes but I got to know her pretty well and I have two grown daughters and one of them really got uh, excited about Pete and so she thought, oh, I want to do one of those internships. So she applied, but she's got a, a job and is in nursing school. And she was selected, actually. She was selected to be one of the original interns, but then ended up realizing she'd have to stop out in order to do it. So she ended right. up not being, being able an to take it. Takes, you have to really devote You have to just 24-7, yeah. <laughs> Which, that's why they're young. Yeah, but she's going to caucus for him. So. Um, so yeah, it was really early on. And then, so I've been from the beginning, like we were doing, we would meet in these bars and do some phone banking. Um, and it was very funny because in the early days, I'll never forget, I'm with this small group of people. We're like maybe, I don't know, 20 of us. And um, 
we're calling from these lists. We're calling from these lists, and suddenly the guy next to me is calling me. <laughs> it was so funny, that's and I said, totally I said, oh, that's me. <laughs> so uh, that, that actually that was a tight list. <laughs> that actually happened twice. Um, because then we, we also, we did the bar and then we also did the public library, some rooms in there. And that happened again. I can't even believe it, but I guess I was on the list. Um, so registered Democrat, I guess. Um, so the office here was not opened until Labor Day weekend. Okay. So there was a big the actual period brick of and time. Mortar. Yeah, the brick and mortar. So... Mm-hmm. But before that, I was actually, as, as they went about hiring the organizers, they were looking for a location. And I had met with Adam Peters, who I love. And he had said, well, if you, if you, know, if you know of any places. So I was out there taking pictures when I'd see for lease signs around Iowa City and sending it to them. You know, I, that's not where they ended up being. Right. But it was fun to, to be It was involved. fun to be, you know, trying to contribute in that way. And... Um, so, let's see, I guess it just feels like kind of a fog because there were a lot of visits. Um, but but when then, meanwhile, the volunteer group is growing and growing. Growing, absolutely, and the organizers too. Like I saw some of these organizers started off here and then were sent out to other cities. There was one guy from L.A. that's now in the Davenport, Iowa. You know, it's like people... So they're building. They were building, so. yeah. Got a real inside look at that I think just you know as a volunteer so the strategy even, too the like strategy where do you set it up because you can't have you can't start with everyone in no and as Liz Smith said the, the phase three so phase one was get his name out phase right. two was raise a lot of money right. and phase three was build the ground game and then that's what was is happening it was happening especially yes. in the summer and fall yes exactly and um and then, you know, I just couldn't wait for that office to open. So immediately when that opened, uh, I signed up. I did quite a few hours in the office. You know, just they just as a person there at the desk to greet anybody who comes in and then maybe work on different projects um, or maybe do some phone banking or whatever they needed. Oh, so everyone you know. knows you. Basically. No, not everybody. Because huh? they, they've gotten other organizers since then, oh, too. Okay. So it's kind of like... Like you're, Sarah knew me, and then she got okay. promoted, and she went to. Well, uh, then it's good that then you're the stability. <laughs> you're no, the stability. <laughs> there <laughs> were quite the a phase. few other people that were st- in that small group in the beginning. Yeah, who have really done a lot. So, well, um, I was at the Coralville event, which was early December, I believe, and so is is that part of the, the Coralville is. Just so part of Iowa City? Yeah, it's it's the Iowa like City area. Okay. Yeah, we don't really call it suburb yeah. because it's of just it's like a college. A, right. It's part of the Iowa City Community School District, if okay. that gives you any sense. It's just you got a North Liberty, Coralville, okay. Iowa City, they're all part of the same mm-hmm. thing. But and they do I'm, have their own mayors, so okay. it's an interesting, you know, they have their own As far as the organizing for the Pete for America, for the campaign, they have a separate office? Um, Coralville doesn't, okay. but North Liberty does. Okay. So well, I was impressed at how many volunteers were there for that event. But North Liberty is a fairly um, newer office. Like, it, for a long time, it was just the Iowa City office. And I would think that North Liberty, then, is also reaching the rural area to you the north. You would think. You would think. Yeah, which is too not too far north. Difficult. Right. There's also some rural areas to the south. 
um, I mean, I gotta get my geography correct I, here. Well, but, uh, that's what that's what I'm trying to like. Every time Pete's in a different Iowa city, where yeah. I have to get, at least know the region. But I grew up in a small town near here, which is in a different county, Cedar, and I actually drove over there. Uh, and one of the times to to see him, and it was uh, I loved it. It was a smaller crowd, like those early visits were smaller crowds. And I was in the first row, and it was a beautiful day. And he was talking about his rural plan, which I was very impressed with. Um, you know, uh, for, there were a lot of farmers, I think, there. People talking about their concerns, and uh, one of the things that I really liked about that was his plan for bringing people from other countries with uh, skills to, you know, help these communities to build them up economically and also provide the diversity and create more understanding. This is right down my alley because my, my background is in international education and I think he is the best candidate of oh. everybody. Oh, for any kind really of foreign policy, it. any kind of diplomacy. I mean, to me, it's like a no-brainer. Oh, he really <laughs> understands it. He really does. And and so people don't realize that in these rural areas, there's a labor shortage. Oh, yeah. And so how can you grow? Because I, I went to a small event, the Charles City, in northern Iowa, and, and, and somebody had a question like that, and I, I never realized that. And so you have to have a plan. You know, you have to, yes. like, he's got a lot of ideas for that. Yes, he really does. And he's got so many great ideas. He's just so smart. <laughs> and, and insightful. Yes. So, so, like, about. And authentic. He's not going to lie to us. I just really trust him. And I feel like as a caucus goer, you know, it's been a long time since I caucused because I moved away in 2001. But um, it has always been about how a candidate makes me feel. Because we get that one-on-one -on -one kind of, you know, that real personal touch with candidates. You get a sense. And I don't want to bash other candidates, but I've gotten different vibes from different candidates well, when I've, I Well, I've always them. thought that it was just a matter of time that... that Pete, if, if he needed anything, it was just extra time. But I think he's, he's doing it. He's, he's getting to... A, lots of cities and um, I think he's accomplishing it but uh, six months ago I was thinking oh I'm going to donate as much as I can because as soon as people meet him and talk to him they're impressed and sold so the polling is usually people who haven't actually met him right. to, heard or even, or even heard of him yeah right? and when he does long form interviews and talk right. show interviews it's just like wow and wow, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, there's nobody else like him. You, know, you can't compare him to any other no, candidate. No, you can't. And it's like a generation, a once-in-a-generation opportunity well, that we have. Well, I have an interesting story. I have a, a cousin who is in um, Lynn County in um, And that's where Cedar Rapids is. That's where Cedar Rapids okay. is. And she's been very involved in um, politics, in Democratic politics. In fact, she's been inducted into the Hall of Fame for Lynn County. Anyway, in the beginning, when I liked Pete, she said, oh, we need Biden. She was all about Biden. Mm -hmm. She's a lot older than me. Mm -hmm. So he's the safe choice. Yeah, and so that's how she started out. And when we went to the Hall of Fame dinner for the Democratic Party and saw all the candidates, she was still like Biden. And then suddenly I get on my Facebook, she goes, Barb, you're going to be happy who I'm caucusing for. She's now officially endorsed, endorsed Pete. She changed right. her mind. 
And I think it was just going a matter. To it was a matter of exposure. Mm-hmm. And um, so when he came to Mount Vernon recently, not too long ago, I decided to go up there because it's a smaller venue and and I could get in early because my cousin, <laughs> she had a she actually had a meeting with him before. I was so jealous. I said, "Can I be a Velcro on you on your coat?" Was she you part know? of the clutch? That they call the clutch. <laughs> and she helped introduce because Dave Lubsack, who's originally oh, from. She introduced, and then Dave, she introduced Dave, and then Dave introduced Pete. But she talked about how why she chose Pete, and so I was very happy. Was there a tweet uh, about that? Probably. Um, I, I saw I a lot know. about Dave Lobsack. Yeah. Well, yeah. now he's endorsed too, which is yes. great. Yeah, I was very happy to hear that. Because um, he, he's a respected. Yes, very career respected career politician mm-hmm. in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. So I'm happy, very happy about that. So the caucus is, is coming up. And, and then when you say people, there's so many people who think they've decided, but there's so much uh, movement that goes on. There's fluidity, that's the word. And does that, that happens like the last, right up until Yeah, the apparently. I think, I think one reason is there's a lot of candidates. And there are, you know... <laughs> It was a little overwhelming. Like, people didn't want to decide, you know, I think, uh, in general. I can't speak for all Iowans, but that's my sense, is that people couldn't decide because there's so many, and you've got to try to decide and the debates were fits. frustrating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The debates don't really, in my opinion, help that much, but... I mean, you can uh, see how they handle themselves, and, and at least it's true. been good for Pete, I think, for people to see that, wow, he's... He can handle anything. Right. Any question he's, he's given, he can handle protesters. Right. He, I mean, he really... And he keeps his calm. Yeah, <laughs> to he's think, so I civil. should be more like that. Just, you know, just wait a minute before you speak, yeah. which he does sometimes. And There's a sense of calmness and peace when you listen to him. I don't know, you feel better. And I hear a lot of people tell me that. <laughs> a lot of supporters have said, wow, I just feel like it's going to be okay. We need him as our leader now. We really do. And, um, yeah, I think the caucus goers, there's still evidently a lot of undecided people, but I think what they're trying to decide is maybe a top two or three. And my sense is here that many people have Pete, if they're not first, he's in their top. So, so I of all the candidates, he's the, has the most favorable That's my rating. sense for yeah. this, for Iowa City anyway. And um, I know for my east side neighborhood, I know that Ruby, our organizer, had said that too, that there were so many people that were undecided like some while ago. And so, and quite frankly, because of my mobility issues, I haven't done the um, door to door because that's just too much for me. So, but, um, and I kind of feel guilty. I have to say there's so many stars out there, but you know, well, it is, doing, I do what I can do. You've been doing phone banking though, yes, haven't you? And, yes, and I did the training for the text and I'm gonna get started on that, but I, but I, I got, um, I'm pretty involved with the caucus because <laughs> I got roped into being volunteering. How about you enthusiastically <laughs> volunteered? Yes. I'm, for my precinct, I'm going to be the chair of the precinct of the whole thing. So For it's the like, party. For the party. So you're not saying you got roped into something yes. by the Pete campaign. No, you got roped into something yeah. by the, the party. Yes. And it will be such a good experience. Oh, it's going to be interesting. Because where I live on the east side, far well, I call it the far east, <laughs> um, 
there's a lot of new construction, so I don't think they really have a sense even how many people there are. So I'm I was very concerned about That's space. Nerve wracking. Yeah, it's pretty nerve wracking. So so what you don't know what to expect as no. far as numbers. Well, they give us a number. They gave us 570, which is like How crazy. do you control that many people? <laughs> yeah, we got a gymnasium in a in uh, an so elementary school. So you will have school. a microphone? Yes, I will have a microphone. <laughs> and it, is it really where, okay, I, the last PETE event I went to in Mason City, mm-hmm. the two organizers were sort of uh, vamping before PETE. Uh, got there, so they did a little caucus training. Right, right. And it was really informative for me to understand. Okay, the first vote happens at seven o'clock. Yeah, and well, that's preference, where you. Yeah. yeah, the first. It's called preference. Yeah, it's okay. not called vote. So it's not the vote yet. <laughs> well, it's called preference. All of it is called. It's preference. called preference. Okay, yeah. so preference. The first preference. That's anybody. But but if any candidate does not get, so it depends on how big the your numbers. precinct. But let's just say many of them are fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. Yeah. Then there's a second. Preference. preference, yeah. And those who were supporting candidates with that were not viable, they are free to go to another candidate. Or they could try to round up people for their candidate. Oh, my you gosh. Know, there's don't, that kind of... Don't tell me about that. There is that kind of, you know... No, I'm going to get nervous advoca- again. Advocating going on. If it's close, I suppose. Yeah. Well, the what other, if they're like just... Two percent, you know? What is, what is really um, different, this caucus, that I'm going to be announcing probably more than once when during the night is that before we do the preferences is that if they are undecided that they need to be sure that they want to stay undecided because if they get 15 percent they're stuck they're they're, they now they don't get another vote i i heard viable they've they've now become a viable candidate undecided yeah and and that's going to take people by surprise right because it's a new rule from this year definitely different yeah Wow. So you you have to prepare yourself for yeah, that all night. So what? No, nobody to ever told me. Yeah, I need to, we need to just pound that. Uh, in, maybe really. every time when they come in the door. <laughs> different modalities, right, you know. Here's right. something written down. I'm going to announce right. it to you. Yeah, it's going to it's going to that's a big issue. So, um, but it'll then, be interesting to see what happens and Okay, so after the first preference I, Let's just say if somebody was like only at like 14%, that would be worthwhile for them to, to try, try to, to get find some somebody. Of the, yeah. yeah. But somebody like 2%. And maybe those people are voting out of their, I don't know, commitment or love for that candidate right, right. because they, they want to go on record as thinking that person is, right. is a great candidate, even though they know they're not going to make it. Right. But then the second preference, they go to one of the viable candidates hopefully they're not going to go over to the undecided <laughs> yeah because they not. might as well go home yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah. yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens and then then you have the result and i heard another new thing is that they actually have to um write their vote on a card yes we have these that's cards a new thing. yeah that's tricky too because no one can leave the area without turning in their card so we have to have uh, like volunteers that. But uh, does the card have two spaces it's to write on? It's our paper trail. So does it have first preference a line and then second preference it's on the a other line? side of the oh, card? Okay. But you don't fill it out. You only do one of them because if you're if you're viable after the first, you can go home actually and not even stay for the but rest of the business. You want to stay and see if you if yeah. Your I'm sure wins. Team Pete is not going to go home. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm going to be <laughs> such a nervous wreck. <laughs> I mean, I'm not here in Iowa at all, but I'm sure it's all going to be on uh, covered on TV. Yes, <laughs> and you know they do allow. It is a public event, so they do allow observers 
And I'm just hoping there's not too many because I'm concerned about space. And then you have the press on top of that. I'm really going to be thinking of you. <laughs> well, do you have assistants? Do you have? Uh, yeah, have I've to been be other gathering people. volunteers. It was. It's been a. It had been a challenge, but I've got a pretty good group now. I think. I'm. But I'm spending a lot of time like this last week now. I have to reach out to them again and make sure we get all the shifts covered and you know make sure who's doing what. And oh yeah, that kind of like thing. you're collecting the cards. You gotta know who's doing that. Yeah, there's a there's a <laughs> lot of tasks. So let's put it that way. Are they gonna put it in some sort of like a ballot box? No, no they're gonna <laughs> hand it to you. It's going to be, yeah, because the cards are numbered. That's actually gonna be part of our oh my gosh. count and and then the preference the precinct captain. So Team Pete will mm -hmm. the captain for our precinct. And you um, have one. All David. You told me that all precincts are covered for your for, for Team Pete. Yes. For Johnson County. For yes. Yes. Okay. And I'm not I'm sure not that's surprised. the case for the others because we were told as caucus, temporary caucus chairs, because one of the first thing that has to happen as soon as you open the caucus is they have to vote me permanent chair. Okay, it's like you have to oh have a God. vote. Uh -huh. So our title is temporary precinct caucus chair. And are they, is there anyone else that wants the job? And then you do a vote. It's basically so, a formality. Yes. So that takes time. So we were told that the campaigns, like the party reached out to all of the campaigns. And of course, the first one to reach out to me was Team Pete. But they, <laughs> they say, hey, I know you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then the second one was the Warren campaign. And then I didn't get any response from anyone else. So I wrote back to the party and I said, you know, I'm not hearing from the campaigns. And then I think they gave another nudge and now I heard from Biden. And that's it. I haven't heard from any of the others. So I really need to talk to them. So I don't know if they, they probably are not listening to this podcast, but, <laughs> but um, you know, it's important that communication. So we'll see what happens because there's a difference in opinion. I actually have a friend who was considering Pete, um, but she was a huge Bernie supporter. And she decided because her issue is Israel-Palestine, she decided to go with Bernie now. So I was like, oh, but anyway, okay, I'm not going to lose a friendship over this. <laughs> so, um, but she was telling me, she goes, yeah, you can bring in signs. I said, no, they don't allow sticks. We have all these new rules. I said, you know, special training. And she goes, well, that's not what our campaign said. Oh, yeah, so you I'm, do need to talk to the I mean, it's like little campaigns. things like that because I don't oh. want a little conflict at the door, <laughs> you know. So can there be signs, just handheld signs? Handheld. But no, but no sticks. So, so handheld and they can't put them on the walls either. So there aren't going to be big peat heads? Those, you no, know, big, it says no sticks. Mm -hmm. So okay, we'll see. But they're going to have signs. And then the peat the peat people, they have these be beautiful big buttons. I've so, seen those. Yeah, precinct good. captain. So and, you and can precinct easily volunteer. See. So very nice. I'm sure the other campaigns will have something like that, you would think. Well, they have, what, 10 days to get, get, yeah. it, get it going. Yeah, exactly. Well, it takes so. a lot of boots on the ground for this sort of thing when you think about... Maybe some of them are focusing on Des Moines or smaller, but to get out all over, yeah, all over Iowa, that's that's a lot. Well, I yeah. think it's also a ref the Pete people. I mean, the Pete campaign is a reflection of how good the ground game has been here. Mm -hmm. Is how I see it. It's that's good why it's all filled. <laughs> so, uh -huh. yeah, that's fantastic. Well, I'm so glad that he's going to be doing the Fox Town Hall yes. on Sunday. I was almost thinking about driving there. 
because I, I got a, an invitation, you know, you could sign up and submit a question and I almost thought about it, but quite frankly, it's so close to the car. I have a lot of things to do, so I decided not How to. How long of a drive is it from here? Uh, so just at least like an, an hour, hour and a half. Okay. So, I mean, well. it's not that far, but then there's also the winter weather and you never know and it's supposed to be foggy that night. <laughs> But I'm glad that we have that him that people get one more chance to see him in that environment where he gets the whole the whole time. It's just Pete and the, that long format he does so well in. And also, you know, we are getting some Republicans interested in him. Absolutely. There's a really good article that I shared today on my Facebook uh, from the Iowa starting line um, about a, someone who's a Republican who is from Nebraska originally and moved to Council Bluffs. I think it was Council Bluffs to Iowa. And she's a precinct chair for Pete. So she's crossed over to the Democrats and for Pete. And I think we're, I'm hearing a lot of that. I actually had a guy from my hometown where I grew up, which is 10 miles from here, send me a message at Christmas time, lifelong Republican. And he said to me, that he sent me Merry Christmas and he said I just want you to know because he knows I'm a Pete supporter um, that if Pete wins a nomination I will vote for him and he said as a lifelong Republican he's the only one of the Democrats I would vote for and what I want to do is convince him to caucus but I don't know yet if that's going to happen. Like switch his party and caucus for Pete. Can they do that the night of, or is there yes, a they can. Oh, okay. It's going to delay things a little bit, but it's okay. We'll take them. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, it's that kind of. I think there's quite a bit of that because actually. they just didn't have anywhere to go. This 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 profile of a, of a voter, you know. And when I first saw Pete, I thought the same thing. That here's somebody that the Republicans in my family would at least look at. Where some the progressive candidates and, and Pete is progressive and you and I know that but I think which which just goes to show what are voters making making their decision on a lot of it is demeanor like his midwestern background that is faith and military and and the way he carries himself and handles himself so respectfully that they they respect that they feel like they're listened to right i know i've done a lot of the relational organizing you know like reaching out because I didn't really honestly know that many people anymore in Iowa since I moved back and but I know people in all these other states so I decided on my Facebook early on that I was going to try to inform all my friends and people I'm you know on Facebook uh, inform them of the politics going on here and so some people have learned about Pete by my posts I mean I posted about everybody I was posting the pictures and that kind of thing and I've had a couple people reach out to me and say it's been fascinating learning about the Iowa caucuses from my posts and uh, I feel like I'm doing my relational organizing you know ahead of time before they get he gets to those states you know because I have a lot of, I have a lot of people I know from different areas including in other countries too but. so he's on the ra on their radar because of you and the same thing for people especially where I, I work um, the other teachers have seen me um, take days off to go on my trips, my Pete trips, and come back and they ask me, well, where did you go? And, and, uh, and so he's definitely on the radar. Yeah, I was very happy. I had, I used to live, you know, I lived in New York City, but I lived in Staten Island, which is traditionally a Republican borough of New York City, people don't realize. And um, 
one of my friends and her husband and her mother, um, I learned recently, they love, they're all in for Pete. You know, you just have to have, you have to have these conversations. And so they interesting. Were, yeah, it was very interesting. And I was like, this is great. So, so they don't mind that he actually, that his views are so progressive. I, uh, he himself says, I am not going to hide my progressive views or I'm not going to change my values, but I invite you to join me and together we can we can work to solve the problems. And that's the reality of, of the landscape because you're not going to get anything done. And I love it when he says, you can't love this country if you hate half the people. I it. love that too. That is really the message. It's so it profound. Really, yeah. We really need to think about the day after, like the day the right. new president comes in, basically. And I'm convinced that this, all of this, he's, he's thought, he, he doesn't have, I mean, he has a lot of policy people, of course, working with him, but uh, I, to me, it's obvious that a lot of these are from him. Oh, like, absolutely. That's just the way he thinks. Yes. And love that about him. And you know, the other beautiful thing about this whole thing is meeting all the other Pete supporters. The rules of the road are one of the most brilliant things I've ever seen from any campaign. And I just feel, I just feel like everybody who's on Team Pete really follows those rules and it's just such a joy. And I'm in the business of teaching people how to live more joyfully and it's my new life coach business. <laughs> And I just, I'm so attracted to that aspect of Pete and the whole, who Team Pete is, really. Yeah, and those of us who are, are supporting him, and especially we you know, signed on real early before anybody knew him. Right. I think we were attracted to his values. Exactly. And, and that he was already following, showing us how to follow the, <laughs> the rules of the road. It's and so true. I remember when I, I got that email and I thought, I just like, you know, sat still and went like, What? Yes. Do politicians do this? Oh, I know. I don't. Th is he the first? Maybe, maybe some of them have had just like a general. Right. Hey, you guys, don't be mean to other candidates online. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And you know, Twitter can be kind of a a wild animal when it comes to like being polite. Uh, you know, really? and bots. <laughs> it's you know, horrible. there's bots and there's a lot of fighting and all that. But it's also a unifying thing. I've been all these te. Uh, Pete supporters. I was also went to the Barnstormers, mm -hmm. uh, the dinner and um, the yeah. What so is the it? Barnstormers Liberty? basically yeah. that's all social media. Oh, they're media. great. They are. I mean, what a great thing. And so and that's the, that is to the benefit of social media and for grassroots organizing. So we just have to you know keep the blinders on as far as like not letting the few trolls spoil it all. And it's so hard not to get engaged because. They, they state complete falsehoods, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Do you know what you're talking about? Yeah, oh. yeah. So um, I did, ho I, I live in a small place, so I never really did a house party, but I did go to several house parties, and I, I hosted a, not house party, but a, at a coffee shop. Uh, I ho hosted a peed up at a mm -hmm. coffee shop, and that, that was in December. And that went over very well. So is I that, think. did you get a lot of new people, new volunteers I got some that? new people. I got mm -hmm. one commit to caucus from it. And uh, Well, tell me about the commit to caucus. This is uh, uh, when people are, when volunteers are out canvassing, they've got these cards, commit yes. to caucus cards. And, yes. And you want to collect those because what are they, what are people actually, voters, what are they committing? Well, it's committing they're committing to caucus. to caucus for him. If they're on board and have decided that's who they're going to caucus for, um, I was going to say, I think yeah, I have... Yeah, I've seen these I little really, postcards. I don't really have the whole card here. I have... 
Well, I have an example that I can show you of the part that gets turned into them, because I've got two in right, my so bag that I have a, to turn, a tear turn off. in. A tear-off, yeah. It's got his picture, and mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, so, so strategically, if someone actually signs their name on a commit to caucus, they're more likely to, to stick with their... Oh, I would think decision. so. And that's, yeah, that's why the goal, I know <laughs> I'm going to be canvassing in Mason City on oh, Sunday. Oh, okay. And I know, and I did uh, in Council Bluffs. I, okay. I didn't do too many, but I know that was, that's something that you do. You've got right, your, right. And that's where we'll see on Twitter this weekend, you know, various oh, yeah. people showing up. I got to commit to caucus cards. Oh, that, yeah. And so everyone should know that's a big deal. I think <laughs> Catherine has done a great job of getting a lot of commit to caucus. <laughs> but I'm not doing the, because of mobility right. issues, I'm not doing So the, you get the commit to caucus on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I do. I've gotten some. And then I've gotten in the, well, at my PETUP I did. And then. Um, also, we give them out at the office. If I'm working at the office, they're there as Do well. Do you ever get people just stopping in? Oh, yeah. Off the street? Hey, who's this Pete guy? Can I have information? Or uh, most people, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. When I've been there, there, yeah, I've had some people say, tell me more about Pete. We just have mm -hmm. a discussion. But mm -hmm. that was earlier, I think. Right. So now anybody coming in is probably... Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been there for a while yeah. because I did a little vacation in December. Mm -hmm. Went on a cruise with my, oh my daughters, well, so and then you I came to back. Rest up for <laughs> and then I came back and was sick with a virus for like about four oh, weeks. From the really cruise? bad. From the yeah, cruise? both my one of my kids okay. and I both got sick. Okay, well, so I guess so. Um, and so I felt like, uh, just you know. Are you okay now? Because yeah, I'm fine. we need you. No, to I'm be, good. I'm good. You, I'm good. Strong. <laughs> and you, now, just to be clear, you could still caucus for Pete, even though. At your precinct, even though you're the the chair for the whole party, so you put in your card. Yeah, so you put in your vote at the beginning. Or you put your yeah, when we the do the preferences, when we okay. start to count in you each still. of the groups, uh -huh. I will announce on the microphone to everybody because I won't go over to the group probably, but I will announce and say I'm my preferences for Pete, so that group gets one more than what's physically located over there. And I'll wow. have my card. That's the so bully. everybody in the room is going to know I'm a That's team essentially Pete. the bully pulpit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have to make sure you're really nice to everyone. Yes, I do. You know, I so do. that nobody thinks, oh, that mean lady yes, who exactly. talked to me at the door is a Pete supporter. <laughs> I've been told that in previous caucuses when they didn't have someone very organized to deal with the crowds, like this is a concern that sometimes people say they hate the person who was the captain. And I said, oh, no, I can't have that. I know. I, and that person <laughs> was just doing their best. They couldn't. Yeah, like, oh, they were doing their best. Crowd exactly. control. Yeah, crowd control. So, yeah. Oh, wow. This it's, it's exciting and nerve wracking. And uh, so it's all right. It's good. Because I think now it's close enough. This is how I feel. But at the beginning of January, I'm like, oh, OK, four weekends. You know, we're going to. I'm going to help every weekend, but now I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. And tomorrow we're meeting to put together all the boxes for all the precinct uh, temporary chairs of Johnson so County. For the Pete. For the party. For the, the party. Oh yeah, because we've got a whole banker's box of things uh -huh. we have to do. So what would you say to people in other states who think, ah, this Iowa caucus thing. <laughs> why? Why? Now, I have, I think... And that it's okay. I'm gonna. I'll tell tell you what I think after what you think. But um, there's a lot of work that goes into this, and the the process is unusual. And so, what what do you think is the benefit of it? 
okay, I'm biased because, you know, I love it. <laughs> well, otherwise, you know, the um, people who don't love it don't go. I guess the right. Iowans who don't like the caucus will not show up. Right. That's true. Um, but the thing I like about it is, to me, it's like a reflection of our Iowa culture. That if you think about it, it's really a venue for Iowans to get together, like a neighborly conversation, like to have a talk about who they like and respectfully. You know what I mean? That's kind of part of the culture of, of Iowa and um, Iowa nice kind of thing. And I, I love that about it. Um, and the other thing I think that is advantageous, people don't realize, they think, well, what do Iowans have to say about, you know, why should they be the ones? We take it very seriously. The people who caucus really study their candidates. I mean, we take it very seriously because we also have so many opportunities to see see them, the candidates, because they're here. They're here in sometimes very one-on-one -on -one situations in a coffee shop so early. You know, you get many opportunities to meet meet the candidates that you wouldn't get if you were at a debate or right. a town Right, so basing hall. your decision on the fact that you have met the candidate yes. and seen them several times, yes. that's, that's a pretty a good measure. I think so. So and Compared to some, uh, primary states where right. it's like, oh, I saw that person on the debate. But, with a, but with a large, now the disadvantage is if a large voter turnout, I think what you're going to see probably in the urban areas like this Johnson County, Iowa City, Cedar Rapids, Des Moines kind of thing, maybe Davenport, I don't know, you know, the bigger places is that maybe you don't have a space large enough and that, that's a challenge. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. There are a lot of see. unknowns this time. Yeah, very unknown. Oh. Because we want everybody to show up. But, so I mean, you want to welcome like, participation. Yes, so definitely. You, so you might get some people who have never And then the weather also before. can affect. Mm. But that could affect for a primary as well, you know. Um, and then I think the party tried to do, you know, tried to reach out to more who couldn't make it when they had the idea of the virtual caucus, which was originally approved by the Iowa Democratic Party. Uh, then that got shut down because they said it wasn't going to be secure. And uh, so they have these satellite, they do have some locations for satellite caucuses that had to be approved ahead of time. So I do believe there are some, I know there's one, at least one, maybe more. I'm not the expert on this, but in Iowa City, um, at one of the senior homes, where they're actually going to have the caucus there and people can participate, which is great because then you start to wonder, you know, if you can't make it out, you know, I, 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 I really give them kudos for trying to reach out to get more people involved. And it's too bad the virtual thing didn't work out because that would have helped like people who are snowbirds or something, you right. know, who go to But you Walmart don't want the climbs. system to get hacked. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we definitely oh, don't need that again, do we? <laughs> yeah, well, so. I had come to the conclusion, too, that, that, that wow, everybody, well, Iowans are actually meeting candidates, just like you said. So there, it's, there's a reason that I think we can trust them to trust you <laughs> <laughs> to make your decision yes. based on something, not, yes. not just, uh, you know, what you happen to see on TV that day. Mm, but then it's on to New Hampshire and... Yeah, and, oh. South Carolina, Nevada. <laughs> but Iowa is the place that I think that's... He's seeing the most people. That now, if it works in my schedule, I might actually travel somewhere else after this and help him out. But we'll have to see. Yeah, well, you'll have experience. Well, I, I also 
it's going to depend on airfares yeah. and all that. I don't. <laughs> so and my schedule. Yeah. So. Well, but so you're you're uh, you're committed. I would love yeah, to gonna... help out in other places. So. Well, I'll have to keep in touch with you. <laughs> yes, we will. We're tr- yeah. Twitter you know, pals. South, South Carolina would probably be better weather. Uh, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. And I've never been to South Carolina. I haven't it's either. one of the four states I haven't been to. So maybe I'll so, see you there. Yeah, maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking to me today, Barbara. It was a fascinating conversation. You know, I like to end all of my podcast episodes with a cheer for Pete, oh. the Go Pete. Sounds so we probably good. have to hold the microphones away a little bit. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Go, Go Pete! Pete. Thanks for listening to Twitter Travels for Pete. Everyday people excited about Pete Buttigieg for president. I wonder where I'll be going next. <laughs>